Digicom Weekly Growth Marketing Podcast. Hey guys, this is Hamant from Digicom here with another week with our Growth Marketing Podcast. I have Vinay and Sristi here who are my colleagues at Digicom. How are you guys doing? Doing absolutely wonderful, Hamant. Doing great, excited to be here. Awesome, thanks guys. I'm, uh, I'm excited. Today we're going to cover uh, iOS, the impact, um, you know, kind of what happened in the landscape, uh, how uh, media buying essentially changed due to these issues. Uh, I think it's super important for, you know, any e-commerce, any D2C, any real advertiser to understand these changes and what happened like in the past and then um, you know, we have some recommendations of how you can kind of work through uh, all of these changes so you can continue scaling. A lot of it has to do with attribution. We'll get a little bit technical today, um, but you know, if you guys have any questions, just feel free to reach out to us uh, at, at, at any point. Shoot us an email or um, you know, visit our site, digicom.io, and uh, just send us a message and you know, we, we can help you guys kind of work through these challenges you're seeing through your business. Cool. Just uh, everybody, don't forget to uh, you know like, subscribe, uh, save, and uh, just uh, if you're liking the content we're putting out, um, you know, give us that thumbs up. So, hello all. In today's podcast, we will be talking about the iOS changes and how they've impacted the advertisers, followed by some data points that show things how changes happened pre and post iOS update and you should ask why you should stick around because we will tell you how advertisers can actually work through these challenges so let's get started uh Heyman, can you just give us an uh, a brief on what were the changes and how were these really creating all these challenges to advertisers yeah so there were so many changes that occurred but uh the i think the biggest change for advertisers uh and ad platforms was the ability to track specific conversion data in events so prior to these uh i o s changes Facebook and Google essentially allowed you to track uh a lot of different points in like events that you set up so let's take for example purchases. When someone makes a purchase after clicking an ad um, within a specific type of attribution window, we can see which ad drove that purchase. And um, why this was helpful for advertisers and the ad platforms is so then we understand which, uh, which ads are working and you can optimize and continue to learn you know, and understand is what audience, what creative, what ads uh, are working to drive sales for your brand. Um, from the ad platform perspective, these ad platforms were getting you know, smarter with understanding what sales data um, was uh, being fed into their platforms because then they could serve you uh, ads that are more relevant to the types of searches and interactions you have with brands. Now, post iOS, what uh, Apple did was take the ability away to actually see what... Uh, conversions are happening like are the uh you know you you were we lost the ability to track um these uh these conversions cool um could you also uh talk a little about um and and we've heard 
you know the the um, solution that Facebook came up with the conversion API um, how did that really make a difference to um, you know this this entire impact of, of the iOS update and um, what amount of benefit or I, I would say it's it's not exactly uh, weightable once against the other but now the, there's this pixel that's tracking the data from the website that was there forever and then um, post iOS that that couldn't do the entire job and, and Facebook introduced the conversion API. What sort of benefits do you see with that and how did in your experience it impacted the advertising platform? Sure. So uh, I think before uh, I even jump into that, I'm just going to take a step back and talk about like the data and what these advertisers have been seeing, what these brands are seeing. So pre-iOS, right? Um, and I'm using an arbitrary example here, but this is uh, like actual real world example of what we've seen across so many different brands. Pre-iOS, where four days leading up to pre, like the, the whole, you know, iOS changes. Um, say you're an advertiser and you're spending $100 a day. You're driving, uh, Facebook is reporting you're driving 10 sales per day. Um, and so your Facebook CPA, um, 100 divided by 10, is $10. Uh, and you as a brand, you're like, wow, I'm doing great. Um, you know, my target is $13, but I'm consistently coming in at 10 bucks. Um, and then when you look at your total business sales, so not what Facebook's reporting, what Shopify's reporting, or what your backend is reporting, you're also seeing 10 sales a day. So your total business CPA, similar to Facebook, is $10. Now, what ends up happening uh, post-iOS is... Uh, on that, you know, uh, on the day, the day after po uh, iOS happens and uh, adoption like continues to increase um, and you're marketing uh, to uh, say these, uh, say like a, a cohort of Apple users, which we were marketing to before um, in pre-iOS. What ends up happening is you're still spending that $100 a day and all of a sudden Facebook sales, instead of showing you 10 a day, you're seeing five a day then you're seeing four a day, then you're seeing five a day. So your CPAs jump up from that $10, uh, that Facebook CPA jumps up from 10 bucks to $20, to $25, back to $20. And, you know, as an advertiser, you're sitting there and you're thinking, oh man, my CPA's doubled. What is going on with Facebook? I need to pull back budgets. I need to make all these optimizations and kind of figure out how do I get back on track? In reality... Um, if you, if, uh, you are an advertiser and you're looking at your total business, so, um, you know, uh, on, uh, post iOS, you're looking at your total business, uh, conversion volume and your total business CPAs. Um, you know, you are seeing still 10 conversions roll through a day, total business that's being reported in the, ba uh, the backend. And so what this taught us, um, at Digicom and how we were able to scale a bunch of the partners we've worked with is... We've consistently monitored what that backend CPA is. So we saw uh, 10 conversions come in the backend. Facebook's our only advertising source. Um, there are five conversions being reported on Facebook. We understood that our new CPA target on Facebook was between $20 to $25. Um, if we were hitting that uh, CPA on Facebook and our backend CPA was still between that $10 and $12, we were still in a healthy range. Um, and so if we pushed up budgets on Facebook, say from a hundred bucks to 
two hundred dollars. Um, you know, we'd want to see ten conversions come through on Facebook. So still, again, keeping that twenty dollar Facebook CPA, and we want to see back end still stay. Bet- um, you know, your your total business that Shopify CPA still stay between ten and twelve dollars. If that's still occurring, you have the ability to scale. Um, now you're making a lot of inferences, so you know maybe you don't want to double budgets, but you can uh, you can scale over time. Um, you know, bumping up twenty percent as long as these like indicators for you stay true. Um, there, there's you know no reason to be pulling back. Uh, so I think that's just very important to call out now. What happens post uh, post iOS? Like all of these technologies come out, right? Um, you have Wicked Report, you have Triple Whale. They they're all figuring out different ways of attribution using their own pixels. Facebook comes out with conversion API, which is essentially mapping the user data who converts with um, you know some sort of uh, uh, API to your backend to see if that user matches the. Um, user who clicked through and they converted. Um, and so over time, what Facebook starts to do is take this information and plug it back in, uh, uh, take this information from say a Shopify and plug it back into Facebook um, to show you uh, the number of conversions coming in. The issue here was um, and is that, you know, it's not always accurate. There's data modeling that's occurring when, you know, to kind of combat this, Facebook started to model conversions for you. Um, so there were certain days where, um, you know, I'm just using again another arbitrary example where you might have seen zero sales in the back end, but Facebook all of a sudden is modeling three sales for you. Um, and I know attribution is a like a bigger subject. There's, you know, it's, there's no one way to do it. Every business is different, but um, yeah, I think those were, you know, some of the challenges and uh, ways to solve what we've done at Digicom is, um, yes, we've used a second and third source of truth. Um, and we, we're using uh, a lot of data modeling f- across all channels because, you know, the majority of the businesses we're working with, they're, they're spending, um, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars a month. So they're, uh, they are uh, on multiple channels like Google, uh, Google, TikTok, Facebook. There's, you know, there's, um, offline channels that are non-paid SMS, email, direct. Uh, and so what we're doing is we are viewing this data as a whole to understand the impact of each platform where we've created like a pre-attribution uh, number that we're pulling from all platforms and then a post-attribution understanding what the divergence and delta is between these and then applying that Delta to a CPA, and as long as backend targets are healthy, um, you know we've been able to scale a lot of the partners we've been working with. Right. Um, before we kind of jump on to um, the next question, Hemant, uh, continuing uh, this from the last one, um, with and we've worked with uh, various clients with you know um, their average order values or their ticket sizes being let's say smaller on maybe, you know, fifty to hundred dollars and then larger that could be um, you know, three hundred dollars plus. Um with that attribution window that you just called out, which post IOS was um pulled back from from twenty one days to seven, um, what sort of changes happened there and, and um 
what sort of impact did you notice within these high ticket and low ticket um, clients that we worked with? Sure. Uh, okay. So I think one thing Facebook started to do was, um, you know, how we we're talking about attribution modeling. When they would model conversions, they wouldn't model revenue. So it would show three conversions and say your average order value is 50 bucks. Um, your revenue column would be zero. So, uh, you know, at like the very early stages of this, it kind of felt like, hey, these numbers are being made up. Um, or Facebook was trying to engineer, uh, you know, a, a different algorithm or a different model. And maybe it just needed a lot more data from all its users to kind of get up and going. Um, so yeah, I mean, it like AOVs just jumped all over the place. They didn't make sense, um, a lot of the time. And so, you know, as understanding your true business operations, you have to understand what your numbers are, what your total business KPIs are and how each channel impacts that KPI over time. Now, the bigger and bigger you get, it does get harder, um, to do it manually. So you might want to use or leverage some sort of technology, but the important part of that is however you're doing it, it's important for the entire team to focus on a singular way of doing it because if, um, you know, if team member one and team member two are viewing performance in two very different ways because of like the attribution method, um, your levers to optimize can also be very different and this can like, this can kind of throw the business into a, uh, uh, like just into like a something that can you know potentially be like hazardous because you're you're not using the same source of truth. Makes sense. Uh, I think it it really um, it's it's really important now and and like you said, um, taking those uninformed or or maybe decisions in panic when you couldn't see the exact data. There was also. Um, uh, like a root cause to a lot of problems because, you know, changing or modifying ads uh, prematurely, um, just not seeing enough conversions and, and shutting down or changing ad sets in, in every day. Um, there's a certain aspect that I, I would want you to talk about is the learning phase in, in Facebook ads because um, what Facebook says is, you know, you need to have about 50 events uh, in a period of about five days for that ad set to learn and then perform optimally. Uh, because those conversions are not being tracked, how does that impact uh, the performance and the learning phase? Sure. Um, it just, uh, you know, if you were seeing 50 conversions uh, in that time frame before, now you're seeing 20 to 25, right? So um, it effectively, you'd have to spend almost twice as much to get that information. But if CPAs don't look good as an advertiser, as a performance marketer, um, if you're not viewing that back end, you know, you could you could send your partner that you're working with into some sort of sticker shock um, of like what's going on. So, um, you know, it's what we've been leveraging is like a systematic scaling program um, where, you know, things are working, CPMs are in line, click-through rates are in line, conversion rates are in line. Like we need to understand what those funnel metrics are. If we're hitting the funnel metrics that we uh, we outlined and it's staying consistent and you know total business is staying consistent go ahead and scale up um, but instead of you know sending it like doubling budgets um, unless it's unless it's uh, uh, you know Black Friday uh, Black Friday Cyber Monday 
um, you know, you, you want to systematically scale and continue to monitor what that uh, back end is. Awesome. Vinay, so I have a couple questions for you, you know, with um, all of these changes that uh, occurred with iOS. Yes, we lost tracking, but what else happened in the industry? Um, you know, uh, what happened to like devices, what happened pre-COVID, post-COVID, uh, would, would love to just, you know, pick your brain. Absolutely. Um, this was one of the lesser topics that, that um, advertisers around the world talked about. Um, and on, on the screen, you can see um, the impact of, of this update depends um, heavily on, on the iOS devices being adopted or being present in a certain region or a country. Now for US, um, we I, I think the stats came from stats counter. Um, by the end of December 2020, about 55.85% of the, the population is on iOS devices. And this is one of the highest um, ratios of iOS devices. If you look at some other countries, they might have a lesser concentration of that, maybe 70% Android and iOS. So it's important to kind of keep that in mind, the region in which you're advertising. Um, if it is heavily concentrated with iOS, of course, you're, 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 going, you're going to see a lot of impact there. Uh, but then there was a second factor. And, um, and the, the second part that um, was not... Um, taken into perspective a lot was uh, the, the situation after COVID. Uh, around when COVID hit and, and the lockdown happened, a lot of advertisers, or I, I won't say advertisers, but uh, business owners kind of took the e-commerce route because that was still working. And if you've seen the chart closely in, in North America, um, there was a there was a sudden increase in, in all these people advertising online now technically. The, the population on Facebook, Instagram, it, the number of users are not growing exponentially. It's, it's the world population and how people use Facebook and Instagram. So the ad inventory or the slots are still limited. But when you see a lot more advertisers now bidding on the same platform and it's an auction-based advertising platform, the competitions just, just increase a lot. And then you for the same ad spot that you would probably be paying X amount earlier, now has has an increasing bid um, so auction and and the um, you know the bid it plays a really important role in what sort of costs you get and and what sort of performance you can drive uh, and this was this was one of the the impacts in the background uh, that also surged the advertising platform costs and um, yeah I, I think this is something to take into account that the users that have been onboarded, the advertisers, they are still there. They are still advertising. And um, if you see all the trend from, you know, back in 27, uh, 2007 and, and up till now and in the future years to come, advertising costs will always go up. But so does, um, you know, strategies change. Um, you, you can always pivot and you can always figure out that sweet spot for your business. Yeah, so, you know, of course, we've seen this across a, a lot of our businesses and our partners that we've worked with where, you know, CPMs are always rising, right? Like January is the cheapest. By the time we get into November and December, it's the highest. And, um, of course, it changes also by vertical uh, and ad performance and whatnot. But it, you know, typically follows this trend 
Um, and for every brand, CPM's just been going up year over year over year. You know, sometimes we joke around and we're talking about like, remember the days when CPMs were two dollars and eight dollars, and like, you know, a half a percent click through rate drove just so much uh, traffic for you. Um, and now we don't, you know, now we don't see that 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 like uh, eight dollar CPM is now like twenty four bucks or forty dollars. And there's some, you know, there's some advertisers out there that see like 60 and 70 dollar cpms on the regular um which is super high um so i think kind of with with that it's you know it's very important for these businesses and i know i mentioned this before but to understand their funnel metrics like if cpms go up click-through rates have to go up or conversion rates have to go up for you to stay at a specific cpa target if um if uh cpms go up and uh you know, we want to increase ROAS, like there has to be uh, levers we're pulling to also increase AOV, right? So, um, you know, it's, it's always a balancing act. And for that, it's always important to continue to test and learn um, and, and just understand what your data is saying. Um, so, you know, I think, uh, yeah, CPMs going up is, is, always, uh, is always a challenge. Awesome information. The key measures of the steps, Raymond, if you could walk us through that and um, how you can work through these challenges, uh, what's the best or the optimum way? Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure there is no silver bullet, but then uh, what's the best way you'd like to take um, and, and get the best out of the platform still? Sure. Um, okay, so I guess it's uh, you know understanding what your KPIs are. So what your total business KPIs are, what that total business revenue is um, by day, uh, what that total business CPA is, all channels by day, um, number you know that volume by day, and then also breaking it uh, out into platforms. We have um, a lot of different modeling tools and sheets that we use to provide this information and then understanding the delta in what Facebook is reporting and what your backend is reporting. There's so many tools out there. You can use GA, you can use, you know, uh, Shopify. Uh, I, I prefer to use GA. Um, sometimes you'll see that on Facebook you have uh, 10 Facebook conversions and then in GA it's going to show 17 and, you know, is that divergence consistent? Um, and GA is also a last touch platform. So if you're seeing a higher number of conversions on GA, chances are Facebook is driving new traffic to your site, depending on how your campaigns are set up, um, where you're seeing a down, downstream impact, right? So building out these uh, reporting tools, understanding your divergence, it's super important. And then creating rules to scale, like, uh, to scale up and pull back, right? So um, you, could, you could use... Uh, CPA targets that are on platform and total business and if they're in line with what you want you know scale up 20% well then does total business uh, conversion increase uh, um, you know relative to that scale do, uh, do CPAs stay in line that's one way of looking at it another way uh, of kind of monitoring is what are CPMs click through rates and conversion rates did one come down or did one drastically go up how can you use this information to keep scaling and if you do scale you know does a uh, performance hold steady um, there's a few different ways to uh, to kind of uh, scale your you know your brand uh, your your business 
Um, and we've, we essentially use a lot of these things uh, in combination with one another, um, which gives us like a mathematical kind of set parameter that allows us to, to scale brands. Um, so I think, you know, again, if anybody has any questions there, um, you're running into a roadblock, maybe you got to like 50K in spend and you're trying to get to 100K or you're at 100K and you're trying to get to 250 um, and you're hitting certain roadblocks, like we're happy to run an audit uh, on your work uh, and then come back to you with the, with the plan of like, hey, this is how you could do it. Um, kind of change a little bit of like the, the framework or understand the framework you're currently using. There are a lot of nuances that go into it. So there is no one size fits all approach. Uh, it's very important to like dive into the business metrics, the data, and then come back with like a, a go-to-market plan for you know each of the brands. Awesome, cool. Um, so if anybody uh, has any questions, comments, uh, please feel free to reach out to us. Digicom.io. Uh, my name's Hamant, and thank you for tuning in. For anybody that would like to check out our post iOS guide, uh, we have a link to our free ebook. Uh, feel free to download it and check it out.